Hey, After Buzzers, before we move on to your next topic, we just want to say thanks to our sponsor, Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. Plus, there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Also, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Plus, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership, and it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor FM to get started. Presented by AfterBuzz TV and hosted by Hall of Fame superstar Sean X-Pac Waltman, this is X-Pac 12360. And now your host, WWE Hall of Fame superstar Sean X-Pac Waltman. Welcome to X-Pac 12360, everyone. What's happening, Sean? Hey. Hey, so um, usually I shoot the shit for a little while in the beginning of the show, and then we get into what we're going to do, but... uh, on the line right now from uh, from Florida, uh, we have Damian Priest. What's up, man? What's up, Sean? Thanks for having me. No, thank you, man. Hey, um, I, you know, I usually don't do interviews that much on the show anymore, but I, I don't know, last night I was just thinking, oh, shit, I should get Priest on. Because, um, hey, I just watched, uh, I just rewatched the uh the, Pete, the second Pete Dunn match. That's a hell of a finish, man. I really like the finish. I appreciate it. Uh, yeah, just uh, stuff that just goes well. You know, sometimes you know how it is. Sometimes yeah. you just click with somebody and, and ideas start rolling and things work out really well. Yeah, no, I just, I really liked it. Um, you know, obviously it played up the the first match you had. But um, um, I, let me just really quick, just full disclosure, like you're one of my first round draft picks. So, like, I have, I'm a little bit biased right here. <laughs> Um, let's just get that out of the way. <laughs> so, Thanks, dude. I uh, no, like I'll talk about the done match in a little bit, but, um, Luis, did I know you, did I meet you or were we on shows or anything like that before I, I met you at the, at the monster factory? Not before the monster factory. No, we met the first time there. And then from there we built a relationship and then did shows and whatnot. And, yeah. But I know cause but you've been around before then. Sorry, you've been around a minute, and uh, and uh, I just thought because I know you dropped a lot of weight over over the years, and uh, yeah. and I thought maybe I just knew you, and you looked way different back then. No, I, we we crossed paths, like, but we met in passing. It wasn't nothing yeah. like we worked together or stuff like that. It was in passing, and so we never really formed a, a like a relationship, a yeah. memorable one, till the monster fight. Till I had lost all the weight and everything. Yeah. Um, yeah, well, I kind of want to go ahead and jump in. Let's just kind of kick it off with NXT, maybe yeah. talk about that. So one of the things that everyone obviously knows is that NXT has pushed the bar, has set a new standard for what is considered a good and great wrestling yeah. match. So for you, you know, do you face any sort of pressures to, you know, really stay on top of your game and, you know, keep bringing out the best that you can? Oh, absolutely. I mean, uh, Ever since uh, I joined, you know, the, the company, um, just being in, at the performance center and at the shows and watching, because I, I watch all the, I try to at least watch all the matches, and I see everybody's performances and how the, everybody can go, and it's overwhelming at first. At least it was for me, you know, where I was like, well, you start questioning yourself, you know, I don't yeah. know if I can go at this level, you know. So, but I, I really love the pressure. Uh, I feel like I do my best work when I feel so much pressure. Um, and, uh, you know, just 
one thing, you know, one foot in front of the other and just try to work and be as good as you can be. Uh, and But, yeah, there's there definitely pressure there because, this, I mean, when we say it's the best talent all around the world, it's no joke. I mean, Not at all. It, it speaks for itself. When, yeah. we're, when we ourselves are fans of the product, I think that alone speaks for itself, you know? Hey, so, uh, Luis, I want to talk about the progress you've made because you were really good uh, when, you know, you were in ROH, but it's ridiculous the progress you've made between your time in ROH and, and right now, today. Insane. Dude, I, I look at myself sometimes and I'm astonished, you know, because, yeah, I, I agree with you. I, I can tell, you know, just watching old matches and, and the matches now and just seeing, you know, just my my demeanor, it's just completely different. And that, obviously it's, you know, it's a lot easier to perform well when you got, when you're surrounded by the people that we're surrounded with, you know, with Shawn Michaels and Hunter yeah. and everybody else in between, you know, I don't want to leave any names out, but sure. it's the, the, the amount of knowledge that's around us on a full-time basis. It's, it's, it's it, if you can't get better here, then you just don't belong with the business. Yeah, for sure. And and speaking of progress, yeah. one thing one thing that I noticed just watching your first few matches in NXT and comparing them to each other, each match had had at least one, if not multiple, brand new things that you had never seen before. How important is is it to kind of keep switching things up and keep kind of adding new things to your to your repertoire? Oh, it's extremely important nowadays. You know, uh, people have that short you know term uh memory and 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 uh, they, they want more and more and more so for us we again it goes back to challenging ourselves and can we be more creative the next time out and without you know spoiling everything too much so yeah it's definitely something i i do on purpose you know and i put thought process into where i want to be better than i was the last time and how can i be innovative you know with my own style and incorporate things that either are original or i'm taking from some type of inspiration from somebody from the past or even present you know where i can make it into my own uh that's always a process that i go through on a on a regular basis where i'll be let's say i'll take a trip to the performance center and i'll work in a ring with you know some of the newer guys but also i'm working on things for me to come up with for future matches for myself so that I can, you know, always be surprising and, and nobody gets, you know, nothing gets too stale, so to speak. Hey, so, like, speaking of that, when, and I, this is something that uh, that people, like, certain people have different uh, thoughts on this, but some people are like, they come up with ideas and they're like, no, let's save that for for. For later, I'm I'm one of these guys, and I mean I don't know if you are too, but like if I have a great idea, I'm gonna use it right now. I can always come up with something else for the next time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, fifty-fifty. Yeah, for the most part, I'm pretty much like oh, this is a good idea. Let's do it right now. You yeah. know, sometimes the only thing that comes up where I want to save is because you know sometimes you get too many ideas. And yeah. It's like, well, we can't do everything, right? Yeah. So we do have to save some stuff. So then you have to pick and choose what you want to what you yeah. want to use on a daily basis. But yeah, hundred percent. I get an idea. I want to do it. <laughs> yeah. You know, because uh, like you said, I mean, it's it's more it's. It's more pleasure, uh, pleasurable knowing that you can create something new uh, every time. Yeah. So if I save stuff, I'm not, you know, I created, yes, I created it, but it was something that I saved and, and I had ahead of time instead of creating something new every time out um, that's in the moment original. Yeah, and also, man, I noticed um, about you, you have, you have uh, really cool ways of incorporating your opponent's stuff into the match, too. 
Well, that's you, you know that man. That's the name of the game. I mean, that's how that's how you really create some magic. Yeah. You know, when you could take your opponent's stuff and then say, okay, how can we do this this way? How can we, you know, tease this and and you get this in and I get that in. You know, and you go back yeah. and forth. You know, but when you put thought process into your opponent's stuff. That's when you, like I said, you create some magic and you have Absolutely. your best matches. When you only think of yourself and your stuff, you know it's just going to be one-sided, and and that's how you bump heads, and 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 just just the flow is different. That's so right. For me, I always go into every match thinking about the other person's stuff and how we can go back and forth with their stuff, and then I'll sprinkle my things in. And if yeah. the other person thinks the same way, it's even easier to come up with some great stuff. Yeah, that's like. When, when somebody comes to you and they go, hey, man, you know that one thing you do? Uh, I, was, I have this really cool idea. Man, that just takes and it changes the whole uh, mindset. And, and it, you know, if somebody was going in with their, you know, defensively with their hands up, like, and not wanting to be, you know. You know, it's just there's a different mentality in putting a match together. That, that just totally changes the whole uh the whole thing. And and great things happen when both guys go into the match with that kind of attitude. Absolutely, Sean. I mean, you know the the pressure that's lifted off your shoulders when somebody comes up and speaks to you that way. So yep. if I can do that for somebody else, I know what they're feeling as well. And then everything's just easier because now we're happy to work together as well. Yeah. Uh, and that shows in the ring, you know, like you, you can tell when someone when, when you see people with good chemistry is because they were easy to get along with as far as putting a match together. Yeah. Uh, or, or just, you know, being in the ring and willing to work with each other and willing to, you know, uh, work with a person's style. You know, yeah. so that makes it easier on them. And in turn, they will make it easier on you. And there you go. Yeah. And so that, that makes me think of, uh, of the chemistry that you and Pete Dunn have together. Um, uh, man, you guys have really, uh, you guys really, uh, I'll be, <laughs> Excuse me, tongue tied and twisted here. You guys have great chemistry, man. You work really good out there together. And on paper, I mean, we're completely different, right? right? Styles, yeah. look, you know, it's just everything. So you would think that we wouldn't mesh well, but you know, again, it goes back to you know that willingness to work with somebody and not, and not be yeah. you know you want to be selfish, but you also got to you know it's give and take here. Yeah. So uh, and. It's one of those things that we work really well together and, and no egos, you know, we yep. just try to put on the best match possible. You know something, man, you, you're, um, and not just your style, but your size, you're the perfect size to where you can work with credibly with any of the big guys, like the matches that I seen you have with, with Keith Lee, you know, things like that, or with the guys like Pete Dunn or, or smaller guys. It's just a perfect perfect place to be, size-wise. Yeah, I mean, for me, I'm, I'm at that size, yes, that I could work well with just about anybody. The only downside is that everybody can hit me with stuff. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm, not I'm not heavy enough where guys like Pete can, you know, slam me and pick me up and yeah. dodge me. And then I'm definitely light enough for somebody like Keith to launch me across the ring like he would anybody else. So that's the only bummer. Right. <laughs> Sometimes I think about putting on some extra weight so I can, you know, not fall as much. But Hey, man. Hey, um... I fancy myself a guy that that incorporated uh, the martial arts, the kicks, and all of that into my uh, work uh, very nicely. And and so uh, when I see you out there, uh, you do a really good job of it as well, man. Because um, well, I appreciate I, a, that, and I think you and you know this that I took a lot of it, you know, as far yeah. as incorporating my 
background into you know the performance it's from you know you watching you do it first and and that of course uh you were one of my inspirations to be able to translate over my other life into this life right. you know so uh, credit you for that wow <laughs> no but you know man there's a lot of guys with legit backgrounds that just they it, they don't they they never figure out how to incorporate it right you know it just it looks really bad yeah and i think that comes with i mean it's, it, being in this business has to be i don't know a part of your blood i guess like you have yeah. to really like this had to be really something you wanted to do and those are the people who can really translate over the yeah. ones that have more of a hard time doing it is because this was never they never considered this a passion it was just something that they fell into and that they were mm -hmm. that, that they got an opportunity yeah. doing you know, but when you actually have a passion and you really want to succeed at this, um, for the sake of just succeeding at this, not because you just it just fell in your lap, I think those are the people who really excel mixing their uh, their other backgrounds into yeah. this profession. And see, and also, man, the, the one thing I noticed too, and for a big guy your size with long limbs, usually like when they try to do kicks and whatnot, it looks really slow. And yours are nice and crisp. Yeah, I mean, I, again, it, it comes if you have an actual background, but I, I know that too, and, and you're absolutely a thousand percent correct, is that when bigger guys try to do certain things that, you know, generally people their size don't, it doesn't look right. Yeah. Uh, so I always kept that in mind, and that comes with being, you know, honest with yourself and knowing what looks good and what doesn't. There's certain things that I know I can't do because it doesn't look good, yeah. and I won't do them for the sake of doing them. You know, so I work hard at making sure that the little things that I want to do, that I can do it to the best of my ability and make sure it looks good or else, you know, I just won't do it. It's no point. And there's, like I said, there's certain things that I'm just not good at, so I'm not going to do it. Like I can never, <laughs> I was never good at throwing European uppercuts, so yeah. I'm not going to do it. You know, uh -huh. they just don't look good. So why would I do it just for the sake of doing right. it, you know? Like me, I was really bad at doing moonsaults. <laughs> <laughs> but somehow I got known for it. <laughs> <laughs> Well, and, and speaking of things that we don't usually Nobody see. Nobody knew that. <laughs> speaking of things that we don't usually see big guys doing, I mean, some of those dives that we've seen you busting out, like that, that middle rope springboard, are, are just absolutely wild. How do, you, how do you kind of go about working on something like that when you're, when you're your size? Some things, you know, yeah, it's not something that you, I'm going to practice on every day. So some things you just got to know that you can do and, and you could visualize yourself doing it and know that, like, yeah, I can do that. And there's no practice. You just got to do it. Um, that's just one of those things. So, the, And, again, I know my limits with that. As Sean joked, I, you'll never see me do a moonsault. That's just not my <laughs> thing. You know, just the idea of flipping backwards, not going to happen. Yeah, that's, you know, but that was the problem and, for me. And, and straightforward. Yeah, straightforward for me, that works for me. Mm -hmm. That's in my wheelhouse, and I feel comfortable doing it. Uh, and that's why I'm able to do certain things. Um, you know, and using the ropes helps. You know, for me, like the way I step off the rope, and I use the ropes to my advantage to what they're supposed to be for, which is to, you know, bounce off. Um, but, yeah, just some of the things, you know, uh, as crazy as they seem, uh, I feel comfortable doing, actually. You know, more so than, yeah. like I said, going backwards or, or just doing a standard rope i'd rather do a flip than that <laughs> which is i know it sounds funny but i feel more comfortable that way hey man hey i was just thinking about this and it's kind of going out like i kind of i'm all over the place here when i do my show so um is um, <laughs> that a huge brain fart? <laughs> <laughs> um did you not 
uh, go and and have a tryout down at the PC originally when when Riddle went down. Um, at a different time yeah. than Riddle, but yes, I did have a tryout at the PC. Um, and, and then, but it, it was but, one of those situations. But but then it was a while before you know, like before you actually got signed. Yeah, yeah, like I said, yeah, it was one of those situations where it was like, yeah, you impressed everybody good, uh, just not right now. Yeah. You know, there's nothing for you right now, you know, and at the time, you know, the business has, in a small amount of years, the business has changed so much, you know, where at the time that I wasn't what they were looking for. You and know? Do, you so, think you, um, do you think you might not have been ready to go there at the time? It was different. Uh, yeah. Like, I'm a different person today than I even was then, and, and it, you know, as five, six years ago, it doesn't seem like a lifetime ago. It really is something, you know, to, to a person individually. Uh, to me, I'm completely different than I was then. I think my work is better. I look better. I, I have a better uh, mental uh, awareness and, and preparation. Uh, you know, I'm better prepared now yeah. for, the, for at least this company than I was then, you know. So there is, yes, I, I will say that that was some of it. And, you know, of course, when it first happens, you're, you know, you're upset and, you know, yeah. yes, I'm ready, but time passes and you're able to look back and think and uh maybe i wasn't you know my first trial with the company was in 2010 i believe uh-huh. it was at fcw it was when you had to pay to try out oh one <laughs> uh, of those deals and, huh <laughs> yeah yeah and i remember then being upset that i didn't get hired uh looking back i if i wasn't ready five years ago you know nine ten years ago i definitely was not ready right. um not even close I was I wasn't even in, in like I was in in a shape. It was round, yeah. you know. But I didn't know the inside of a gym at all. You right. know, I, I looked horrible. I was sloppy in the ring, you know. But to me, I thought you know I was ready, you know. So sure. looking back now, I could be you know honest with myself and know that although it took me a very long time to get here, I'm at the most prepared I could be in, you know, as far as in comparison to my entire career. What do you credit that to, that shift, that mentality shift where you're like, okay, you say you didn't know the inside of the gym and now, you know, it's different for you. What happened there that made you say like, you know what, I'm going to keep pushing forward and I'm going to make changes within myself and my performance, et cetera? You know, I I think a lot of people have a moment in life where they they kind of question what they're doing. uh, And that was definitely what happened with me. I was working, you know, these crazy jobs, and, and I was living in Atlantic City at the time. And I remember uh, the one of the owners of, of the club I was working at telling me, uh, "Hey, uh, we'll quit that wrestling thing because we need to need you here more weekends." And you know, I had a great pay. I had a, a vehicle. I lived in a penthouse apartment and on the beach. Uh, I mean, it, it was a great job, realistically. Uh, and without hesitation, I was like, uh, you have my two weeks notice just because the idea of me giving up wrestling. But then it was like, if I'm giving all this up, you know, what am I doing with my life? Uh-huh. And from one day to the next, I completely changed. I mean, I changed the people I surrounded myself with. I, com- I changed my diet. I started working out. And that's when I really, uh, like, I woke up and I, I gave it my all. And I said, if it doesn't work now, at least I can actually say, look at myself and say that I tried my hardest. Yeah. Uh, but then it was, the weirdest thing happened. Started thinking positive and opportunities started coming that I never had in, in you know, the 10 years that I was in the business at the time. It's you know, incredible, it just, man. Changing it changing your, your life. Yeah, it's incredible. Like, when your attitude, when you have a negative attitude for whatever reason, so, sometimes for good reason, but it just closes off opportunities and all these blessings and everything that, you know, that are that are waiting for us, man. Like, 
It's crazy. Just the switch and the change of attitude, man. It, it opens everything up. Dude, that is not a work. That being positive, yeah. thing, it really works. And 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 I, you know, usually I would like anybody else would hear stories of others, you know, the, the power of positivity. Yeah. And, and I always thought, you know, like, okay, what? Yeah, whatever. But then when you really start making an effort to do it. It's incredible the yeah. amount of positive that can happen in return just because you're not so focused on the negative and yeah. you just keep moving forward and moving forward and moving forward. Uh, yeah, I, so I even when I did my PC tryout yeah. uh, and I was turned down, while I was upset, you know, of course I was upset just because I wanted a job, but yeah. it didn't stop me. I still kept on working hard. You know, I was like, well, I'm not going to stop now. I'll just keep working hard. And I still got more opportunities, you know, and then I got an actual job in wrestling. You know, and I got to travel yeah. different parts of the world, you know, wrestling, which I'd never done in all the years that I had been in the business. But because of that, my change of mind. And then when I wrote this place off, all of a sudden I'm getting a phone call and I'm like, oh, this is unexpected. But wow. You know? Yeah. You yeah. know, I want to mention, so back in 2017, I saw you at Ring of Honor live for the first time for Death Before Dishonor. You had a match against Jay White. And I remember, like, I was sitting so close, and when you came out, and you were just, like, this real big guy, and then you went out there, and you did, like, all these crazy stuff. I remember being absolutely impressed by you. And I remember, like, just kind of, like, really thinking, like, man, why haven't I seen this guy, you know, in WWE or something like that? And so I just thought it was really cool once I heard the announcement that you actually actually were because I was just like okay he has everything that you know a lot of people you know say that's what WWE wants uh, thank you so much for, for saying that but and I get the, the perfect answer to why haven't I seen because I've heard that question before why haven't I seen this person before he's there it was because of my own fault because of the way I lived my life and I blame 100% myself but I also take credit credit myself for changing and becoming the, the man that I am today and able to have this opportunity now. But yeah, that was, I was the reason it was nobody else's fault, but my own. And, you know, I'm just glad I noticed, uh, before it was too late. Hey, so, um, I'm going to switch gears a little bit because I want to talk about your persona and, you know, uh, just, you know, um, the, like the authenticity of it and, you know, and, and tell everyone, what uh you know what you mean by you know living forever i mean we've talked about this you and i but the people uh yeah. you know yeah and um, thank you because that's some, yeah that's something that i i feel like people don't they kind of get but not really and there's still confusion over what it everything means it might there's no supernatural element right. to it uh <laughs> you know me sean so and you know very well that the best um the most successful people in this business are the ones that kind of are themselves and just turn up the volume. Yeah. And that's what I'm finally getting to do to a certain degree. You know, yeah. uh, this is the closest to me that I've ever been in this business, you know, where, be, you know, before yeah. I was a possessed demonic being, you know, and you know, that, that was cool to do, but it, you know, obviously it's not me. Um, this is more me, you know, uh, where the idea to live forever is to accomplish whatever, you know, as much as I can in this business so that my name gets remembered, that's right. you know, like, these you know iconic people and 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 for me because i'm into rock and metal and stuff like that you know it's it's that style so that's how i dress normally kind of so it's like perfect that i get to do it on tv now and then when you think about like iconic rock stars you know like like morrison and you know and, and then bands like priest and motley Crue, like they'll, they'll never get forgotten that's right you know? so the idea is to have that image you know uh 
because that's the way I want to live. You know, at least Damien Priest wants to live that way because that's the way somebody who's never going to be forgotten lives. Yeah. You know, that's the idea of what I am. And to a certain degree, that is me. I, you know, I, I, I live, I like, at least I try to live, you know, and I've always have, you know, kind of like a rock star-ish, you know, life, you know, where I like going out. Yeah. I, I like you know, going to concerts. You know, I, I headbang, you know, this is all real stuff. I, I used to love getting up on stage and singing with bands. You know, and, and being living like that, at least in the moment of being a front man, yeah. you know, so like all that vibe is basically who I am. And I get to, like, like I said, turn up the volume, like so many, like Austin used to say it all the time, you know, I'm me and yeah. turn up the volume. That's really what I'm trying to do now. And then mm-hmm. the idea of the, you know, because people question the archer of infamy, what does that mean? You know, for me, archery is something that has, uh, even in movies and, and whatnot, when you see futuristic movies you always see there are no more guns so to speak they're like more like lasers or some type of energy beam that blasters or something but there aren't guns right yeah uh in post-apocalyptic movies you know people run out of bullets but what's the one weapon that always is around it's a bow and arrow yeah you know it's the idea of something that through all you know and and, and since the beginning of time that's that has lasted the test of time so that's the idea of the archery thing it's, it's more of symbolism than me actually being an archer sure is that's why I'm the archer of infamy, just because that is something that symbolizes some, you know, the, my idea of who I am, which is something that lasts the test of time, you know, and, that's, yeah. and I kind of just put everything together and created who I want to be. It's cool. It's been cool watching because I remember like when you first did when you first debuted the the Damien Priest with the with the entrance and everything at Full Sail. And like watching yeah. you, like not quite so comfortable yet. Like, and now watching you come out there totally at ease, and like it's just you. You know, you, you're not trying to be. Yeah, and I go go yeah, ahead. I think at first it was the same thing. I was still trying to pretend, yep. you know, just because I still couldn't let go of the fact that I, you know, I could just be myself. Right. Yeah, there's nobody and cooler than just, just you as, as as the real you. You know. Yeah, I appreciate that. You know, and and I. That's what I'm doing now, and I actually, I'm. When people say you live your best life, I really am. I'm, I'm loving everything I'm doing now, and uh, yeah, I, I think it shows. You know, I think when you're real, it it shows a lot better than it does when you're trying too hard to be something you're not and pretending. I'm not pretending anymore. No, yeah, for sure. Yeah, so come on, you guys. Um, when you when you guys found out that NXT was going to be going to the USA Network, what was your initial reaction to that? Man, that was yeah, that was so cool. Just you know, uh, coming into the company and getting the opportunity that, like I said, that I almost missed out on because of the way I lived my life. And now, coming, I get to be a part of the company, and now I get to be on TV, you know, live television sooner than I really expected. Uh, it, yeah, it just it was like a whole bowl of emotions all over again from when like when I first got signed, you know, and when I got first got that phone call. So when we first find out we're going to be on live TV, it's that excitement all over again. Like, oh, my God, this is happening. You know, uh, it's the coolest thing. You know, it, it, it's what we dream of. You know, those who really wanted to be in this business because they were fans from the get go. Um, that's all we dreamt of is being like the, the, the people we saw on TV. You know, and this is part of that. We get to be on TV so that somebody else is thinking the same thing watching us. Uh, it's it's incredible. I don't even know how, what other words to use for it. Just you know, um, I could have never dreamt of anything better. Let's put it that way. And it was it was perfect timing to kind of showcase those matches that 
that that you had with with Pete Dunne, uh, which were so different from from for example the match that you had with Keith Lee. Do you have a sort of preference as to whether whether or not you know working with bigger guys or smaller guys uh, as far as kind of what you like to do? Uh, not in this company. Uh, the beautiful <laughs> thing is because of, of who I'm surrounded with. You know, all the talent that's you know in NXT. Um, there's really it makes no difference of who your opponent is because everybody's so good. It's you got to be really bad to have bad matches, <laughs> you know, or, or, you know, or, or not excel here. Sure, I mean, you got to be really bad to not excel here. I mean, cause, because everybody's so good that it makes your life easier, and and everybody makes you look even better than you are. Yeah, and when we could all do that to each other, that's why this place is so incredible. So. There, to be honest, there is no preference because of that. You know, someone like Keith Lee, I could have these these incredible matches, and I could showcase a different side of what I can do because now I'm fighting uphill because yeah. he's the you know he's so big. Yeah. And the same thing with somebody like, like Dijakovic. You know, it's the same thing. You know, and then we I get different styles like a Pete or a Riddle or, or even an Adam Cole. You know, where guys just their styles are so different. So. But everybody's so good at what they they do, and they're so good at making others adjust to them, and or they'll adjust to others, uh, and create some magic. So for me, yeah. it's, there is no preference. I I can't complain because I know everybody I'm going to get in the ring with is really really good. Was it a breath of fresh air to know that there, with this opportunity of being on the USA Network, that there would be this extra hour to feature more guys and you know just more opportunities to be seen, you know, as not just the developmental brand, but you know, seen on par with Raw and SmackDown. Yeah, it's awesome, you know, and I, I think like pressure-wise, there's no extra pressure because I think we already put enough pressure on ourselves to go out there and and be the best we can be, right? So. Um, I wouldn't say it's extra pressure in that sense. It's more so now, you know, it's every week now. I think the the, the hardest part about it, you know, um, is just eating right because now we don't have enough time to diet. Yeah, <laughs> right. I can't have as I can't I can't have as many cheat meals. But besides that, you know, uh, it is very cool to be considered on the same level, you know, as Raw and SmackDown. And now, especially right now with everything going on, you know, people going everywhere. Um, jumping around and, and going blow to blow with you know with each other all over the yeah. place. I think it's uh, it showcases us differently. Like, hey, look, this is not you know uh, a by mistake thing. Like, look at us. You know, we're we're really good, <laughs> and we're ju- we're just as good, if not better. And we can go and we're yeah, like you said, we're not de- developmental anymore. This is we are on the, we are the big time, you know. And I think uh, there's still a whole slew of developmental at the performance center, which. When they're ready, it's just going to be a revolving door of incredible talent that's going to be coming through to not just NXT, but just Raw and SmackDown as well. Nice. Yeah. Hey, do you want to Oh, I, I was just going to, uh, going back a little bit to, to before you debuted, uh, we saw these vignettes kind of hyping you up. And that's always been like one of my favorite things is seeing seeing these new vignettes, being able to kind of peek into these new characters. Uh, did you have any any sort of, of say or uh, in, in the direction of those? Or, or what was that like kind of shooting those? Uh, well, so to shoot them, it was basically like, who, you know, like, let's give a tease of Damien Priest, right? Mm. And uh, we knew we wanted to shoot vignettes. I knew Hunter was really big on, you know, showcasing, making me look a certain way. Detective that, I, that people didn't compare me right off the bat to somebody else. Uh, so, but it was, I'll tell you what, the company's really cool with letting you put your input in as well. 
So we knew we wanted to go out and, and go to clubs. And, you know, I gave ideas from different movies and, and scenes that I wanted to do um, just because it looks so cool and it's iconic. So, you know, I gave an idea of, let's say, when, you know, one of the vignettes, I'm sitting on top of speakers. And I was like, that's from Queen of the Dam, or Lestat sitting on yeah. speakers when they first see it, when he's first sees the my, band. That's my favorite you know, vampire movie, by the way. <laughs> That's awesome. It's such a cool movie. It's the well, best. That, you notice some of the things I wear is yeah. because of that movie. Oh, know? yeah. A lot of inspiration came from that movie, you know, and it's the idea of that Lestat wanted to be known. He wanted everybody in the world to know about him and vampires. So it's kind of like that idea, except I'm not dead. Yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> same thing as like a Blade, you know, when he's walking through the yeah. club, you know, and everybody's moving around, but he's just walking straight. And that was another thing that I wanted. I just wanted to walk through, you know, and Hunter loved that idea, but he didn't want me to be considered a vampire and right. i was like no i was like well that's why you know i'm getting i'm coming in and out of limos and i'm hanging out with girls so it's not like i'm by myself it did have a look of hanging out with no sorry man i was gonna say it did have those vignettes did have a little bit of a do you remember the original vignettes for edge mm-hmm. before before there yeah, was yeah and it, uh, well he's he's probably the closest you know as far as the rock star look um, so that's somebody I've, I've definitely studied a lot is Edge, you yeah. know, just because of the way he carried himself. And, and yeah, that we did take ideas from that as well. At least I did, <laughs> you know, which was like that, that coolness. But I didn't want to yeah. be a complete loner. It was like, that's why we had me surrounded by an entourage. Sure. You know, so while Edge was completely by himself, I'm not, you know. And, uh, and part of that came from a story that I heard of Prince, you know, where he was at a club and he didn't do anything. And it was just girls partying around him and he just sat there and then got up and left. Dude, <laughs> hey. know, with, with everybody. Did he didn't even like dance or nothing. He just sat there and did nothing and everybody else partied around him. So, yeah. But, but everybody knew they were partying because of him. Yeah, so. My, you know, again, when I, cool. when I would go out in, in, in Minneapolis, you know, like in the Attitude Era days, you know, and everything, like we were, like mm-hmm. things were going. So we would go out partying every now and then, like, and, you know, Prince is Minneapolis guy. He had a fuck. He had a. I'm trying not to cuss. He had a, a tent, man, inside the club, a tent around him to where, like, even once you were in the club, you had to go inside this tent to see him. It was crazy. It was like, why don't you just invite people back to your house? <laughs> well, because it's cooler. Yeah, to do exactly. It that way. That's and I awesome. get it because that's what, I love doing that. You know, I love <laughs> I love to be in the center of attention and not having to do anything for it, and, yeah. and and you do things just for the sake of the attention. And again, that goes with everything that. Damien Priest represents, and a part of me does, too, because, of course, I want my name to be remembered. I want to accomplish so much that I'm not forgotten. I right. want, you know, like, it, all of it is real. So, obviously, I just kind of, I, I know, exaggerate a little bit, but, yeah, that's, that's everything that I think anybody realistically wants, you know? Do yeah. you want to be the coolest person, in, you know, in, in the club? Like, it's just, the idea of it is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> hey... You know, and then and then I get to walk around in ridiculous clothes. You know, with a with a mesh shirt in a club. You know, for real. You know, yeah. and, and what a lot of people don't know about those vignettes, it wasn't like we rented out a club. Mm-hmm. Oh, like, you just went to a club. Was real. I was walking around yeah. in those clothes in an actual club. <laughs> yeah. And there's way more footage that we didn't use. Like, I mean, I looked I looked ridiculous, and it was awesome. I used to go out like that too, man. Did you remember that picture I sent you of me in the mesh shirt? Yes. <laughs> Exactly. But, you know, in 2019, it's it's even stranger in 2019 to see somebody in a normal club. It it was like a goth club, if you want thing, but this is a regular dance club, and I'm walking around in a mesh shirt with sunglasses on, my hair down, 
uh, in like a leather biker vesting and yeah, it was just funny. Like I enjoyed it. I was laughing, and everybody just staring at me, like, "Well, what's wrong with this guy?" You know. But then they see cameras following me, so everybody's really confused. Plus, you gotta be, you gotta uh, feel, was, you gotta feel real good about how you look to, to go out rocking a mesh shirt like that. Yeah, you know what's funny, and and when I first put it on, it was just to see how it looked. And I remember you telling me, like, "Hey, actually, it doesn't look bad. Be careful who sees it. They might want you to work in it." Yeah. And I was like, you know what? I'm gonna make this work though because it was something that. Hey. was used back in the day a lot by certain people. I know, you know, like you wore it, the, the Hardys Hardy. wore them, and, uh, you know, just Edge, you know, so there was a lot of people that wore the mesh shirts, so I was like, yeah, it might be a, some coolness to it, because nobody's done it in so long. As, you know, even tested for a little bit. Uh, yeah. Uh, so, hey, as, as you're saying you know, so, this, as you're saying this, we're looking at a picture of you, Keith Lee, and Boogs wearing uh, wearing mesh shirts and, and Riddle off to the side looking at you like you're crazy. Well, there's another picture of Riddle wearing it. You know, <laughs> I, he forgot his shirt that day. So that's why he's off to the side in the picture because we were all like, how could you forget your shirt? We all have. I had gotten everybody mesh shirts. <laughs> so, you can't uh, sit with we, us we, mentality. We the, yeah. Yeah, we were supposed to be the, the mesh shirt militia, but uh, it, it, that didn't last too long. Hey, man. Hey. I think every... Hey, let's talk about, let's talk, because, you know, man, um, and, and just in wrestling in general and, like, a lot of things going on in wrestling right now and different companies or whatever, um, and a lot of great talent in, in these places. But talk about the difference uh, between that and and having guys like Shawn Michaels and, and guys like that, uh, you know, uh, you know, because you're sitting under that learning tree, and you have that guidance, and and talk about the difference that makes. Uh, man, well, that goes you know what I mean. Before with, the, yeah, oh no, I get it. Uh, with the people we're surrounded with, so yeah, someone like Sean, who I was on a weekly basis, and still, I mean, obviously, I still speak to him on a weekly basis, but for for a few months, even before I was. I debuted on TV. I know we we watch matches of mine and go over stuff. And his thing would be, he's not changing what you do. He's just making you do it in the best way possible to have the most success. Yeah. Um, and that's a game changer because, and you know, you've been around that, and you've been around enough of the so-called you know experts that hate wrestling now, right? Yep. Everything is that negative mentality, and everything is bad. And, yeah, this shit and, nowadays. The business is dead, and yeah, yeah, you know what I'm talking about. So, when you actually hear somebody from that era, like yourself, you know, Shawn Michaels, you know, Hunter, and yeah. and so many, and everybody else at the PC, obviously, um, but when they're from that era and still in modern wrestling, giving you the advice that hey, it's okay to do that, but let's do it this way so that you can get the most out of it. Yeah. You know, that's that's the game changer for me. It, it, it changed my whole perspective of how I put matches together or how I just work just in a match, how I, my demeanor, my expressions, it completely changed my mentality. Yeah. And, and I see, it's funny now watching, whether it's my old stuff or watching other companies and watching friends of mine work, and I cringe and, and I, you know, I, I'll speak to them. Yep. Like, hey, maybe you should think about doing this this way because of what I've learned here. So, for, you know, in the short time that I've been here, I feel like I gained like years and years of knowledge just because of the people that, I, that, are, that are here. And, you know, obviously, Shawn Michaels, you know, doesn't hurt speaking to him multiple times yeah. a week and him watching your matches and telling you 
in the moment, like while you're watching it with him, pausing something and telling you, hey, that was good, but think about doing it this way or try doing this like this. And then you do it, and it's like, oh, my God, that works so well, you know? Yeah, and uh, sometimes, so man, and some, sometimes if, 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 you don't, if you didn't have that guidance, it might be years or never before you figure these things out on your own. You know, by trial yeah, and error. Right. And, and, and most likely never, <laughs> to be honest, because it, it, all the years that I've been in the business, it's just little things that just like, I can't believe I didn't think of that, you yep. know? And man, it, it's awesome. And the people, again, my favorite, people talk about what's your favorite part of being in, in the company. Obviously the job, you know, of course, you know, and being a superstar and everything that comes with it. But I'm not going to lie. The people that, that I get to meet and interact with on a regular basis, just me telling you, you know, first of all, you and I, our friendship, the way that, that we're clo- the closer that we become and that we yeah. get to work together at DC. Uh, Shawn Michaels and Hunter and, and all these guys, you know, Scotty and, and Bloom and everybody in between that I get to speak to on a regular basis. It's insane that this is my life now. I mean, today I, I went and watched a match, some of my matches back with Scott and Kev. Yeah. You know, and that's... <laughs> I mean, this, this, I, it's sometimes I think back and I'm like, this is crazy. This is life. Right hey, what you wait? You, you just know. said you just watched some of your matches back with Scott and Kev. Are they at the PC today? Yeah, this morning. I, oh, I, damn! I watched wow. uh, <laughs> a, a match with Pete and I. Nice. Yeah, incredible. Incredible, yeah. man. Yeah, man. Nobody smarter than Scott Hall. <laughs> Dude, like of I, all of such, us, such a good time. Just, of the entire clique, no one smarter than Scott Hall. When it comes to the stuff in the ring stuff, or just any of it, yeah, incredible. I, I, talking to him, you can—I I know you're not kidding. Just speaking to him today, you know, and, and I've met him before, and I've and I've sat with him before and watched matches. But again, today, um, just because it's a different style of match, like we watched one of the matches with Pete and I, and, and you know, he's talking, speaking to me differently with that, and they like the matches, but they're giving—they're also advising me how to even make it even better. Yeah, you know, which and it's not don't do this. It's do it this way and and that to me is, is so much more valuable than just being negative and saying i don't get it and you shouldn't do any of that and it's like well yeah. if you're gonna do it do it but try to make it the best way possible so was it easy for you to go in and sort of hear you know this new critique of your matches and maybe things that you were used to doing or you thought you were doing the way that you should be doing it was it easy to hear the critiques for me yes because uh uh I'm someone, you know, maybe since I'm a little older than some of the guys, you know, I came in with a different mind. I came in willing to change. Like, I knew there had to be a change. There's a reason why this this company does business the way it does and why it's so successful. I'm sure I got to learn something here, you know, that, you know, so I came in with uh, the mindset that I was going to have to change a lot. And actually, it was more mainly morphing what I did already. It yeah. wasn't, I thought I was going to be completely, you know, take everything you do, throw it in the garbage, and we're going to start from scratch. And that wasn't the case. It was just modifying what I already did, which I thought was great. Um, but I came in with a, more of that positive, which I think most people come, that come in here do, um, that, that I've already been in the business. You know, I think in 2019, everybody's a little bit more positive, yeah. um, especially the people that are brought into the company. The company obviously does its homework on, on guys and, and girls before they come in, so they make sure that they have a decent attitude and whatnot. Um, and I was more than willing to accept critiques, and yeah, and it, they're not given in a way where you're being insulted either. That also makes it easier, you know. They're not insulting uh, critiques; they're more yep. of like that, of constructive, like, hey, this yeah. Is good, but try this. Yeah, yeah, constructive. Exactly. Nobody's insulting anybody. Nobody's purposely trying to hurt somebody's feelings or hold them back. Everything is positive. Everything is 
legit to make you the best you can be. And uh, if, you, if you don't have an ego or you put your ego to the side, you're going to be very successful here. I mean, it's, mm-hmm. all the tools are literally handed to us. I mean, we're being babied as far as, you know, giving, us, giving the keys to success here, um, yeah. which I wish I could have had years ago, <laughs> you know, but... <laughs> You know, but it wasn't, it was a different time, just the same, you know, yeah. like people didn't have this. I mean, I, Sean, I know you didn't have it this way when you first came up, you know, like a facility, facility like, you know, in Florida, right. having all these geniuses come in and tell you, and tell you the business. You didn't have that, you know, yeah. you would have one trainer or a couple of coaches and whatnot, and that's it, go out and wrestle. Yeah. <laughs> that was it. As we, as you we know, kind of... Uh, as we go into a new year, who's on who's on your list of people that that you would love to work with that you haven't gotten a chance to work with yet? Man, there's a lot. Uh, it's just, I mean, there's a book, <laughs> a book long list, just because there's so much talent here. I mean, and I, I'm sure you've heard that, and it's kind of like, yeah, we get it. There's a lot of people there, but there really is. I mean, so we're just talking NXT. I mean, it's everybody, and, and obviously here it's cool because you know you're going to get to. At some yeah. point, you know, outside of here, if I had the top names, I, I always go to the top. I mean, I want to work with Roman That's Reigns. Right. I want to work with Bray Wyatt. Mm-hmm. You know, I want to work with Daniel Bryan. I want to work with the top people, uh, Brock Lesnar. You know, the, all the, the main attractions, the ones that draw the most money, the biggest names, that's who I want to work with. You know, AJ Styles, all these guys. So, um, yeah, the, the, the list is very long for me. But, you know, if I have to start picking, of course, I'm always going to pick the top people. You know, I, like what are we wasting time for? What are we trying to do? You know? <laughs> so if, oh, yeah. if you're asking me who I don't want to, yeah, I want to work with top names. If it's a dream opponent, of course it's Undertaker. That was, you know, my, the reason why I fell in love with wrestling. So there's, there's a lot of uh, names on my list, you know, so it's kind of hard to pick and choose. It just depends on what we're speaking of that directly. Like what's the, the criteria of it's like, you know, just the dream match or just in general or program, you know, there's going to be a different answer for every single one. Hey, it's hey. easy to think about it because there's so much talent. Hey, um, it, now you got this match, this, this three-way coming up with, with Pete and, and Killian. Have you done anything with him, with Killian yet? Have you guys worked? Have you, have no, you, aside from him almost breaking my back. Yeah. Aside from him almost breaking my back. I saw that. Last week. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was, you know, that was real. Yeah. <laughs> that was a good one. Uh, but Talking about know, the cannon, talking somebody, about when he yeah. hit you with the cannonball on the steps outside? Yeah. Was it yeah, the initial when he threw you in, or was it when he did the cannonball on you that hurt? Oh, it was both. Both. 100%. So, so when he threw me in, you know, I hit it really hard straight back, yeah. and the steps moved out of position. And then when he did the cannonball, it just didn't have the same stability. Oof, and, yeah. and so they both hurt. And, and it, I, I, that was some of the most painful that was one of the most painful things I've done, period, in this business. Uh, and I just, when I got to the back, I was like, I can't believe how much that hurt. Uh, I, uh, yeah, like, yeah, I know they put on an injury report. It was because, like, I was in real pain. Like, my my entire back, I've never felt my entire back hurt. I'm not, you I know, don't mean to laugh, man. Back and, no, it's funny thinking back, you know, because, you, you know, you can have a lower back pain uh-huh. or a certain spot, but not, like, the entire back from top to bottom. There was no spot that didn't hurt. Uh, yeah, so that was brutal. So aside from that, no, we've never worked. Nothing, huh? <laughs> Looking forward to it. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, he's someone that, uh, you know, he has, like, this rugged 
group style that you know i also am looking forward to i do like the roughness you know i i nowadays you know uh everybody's a little bit more physical and especially if you come from a you know a shoot background you, you kind of enjoy it a little bit so i like the idea of you know pete killian and those that, those styles of guys that have a little more brute and brutal instinct to them what were your what are your thoughts on the NXT invasion angle and you know collectively for the for the NXT talent how did it feel for everyone to sort of see what impact they had on SmackDown where everybody was saying what a great show it was ratings were up and all of that the whole entirety of that so well first it's a takeover not an invasion <laughs> yeah, we're, we've got to be careful now <laughs> so uh no, it's awesome, and and of course it's gratifying to us knowing that we had a positive impact on on, a, on an established show, you know, because it could have easily went the other way, you know, and that would have been crushing. So it was definitely, uh, it, it felt good for everybody that has anything to do with the brand to hear that news, and then obviously because of that, get a phone call, hey, we want you guys on Raw as well, you know, uh, that's. That, that's an awesome feeling because that, that means that, you know, we're succeeding. Uh, so the, the idea of what, what it is, and it's also exciting for us, just the, the idea of doing an angle that, for me as a fan, I watched some things like this happen in the past, you know. And so as a fan, now I get to live a similar situation. Again, it's another one of those deals where it's like, I can't believe this is happening. This is so cool, you know. And because I think for most of us, we don't lose that fan aspect. Um, I, I definitely have not. You know, I still love every little thing, and, and I still love the, the story aspect of what we do. So, yes, I, I, it's extremely exciting. And, again, it's, it's, it's proud for a proud moment for everybody that's involved with the brand to know that, you know, we're succeeding. And it's, it, what we're doing is working, and it's not for nothing, and, and, it, and it doesn't go unnoticed. Hey, so has, has, the, has the environment changed at all since, since all of this? Like, is the, you know, the, the competitive nature of the, you know, like, I mean, it's a tight-knit, like, group, that the NXT roster. Um, but, you know, being on USA now, it kind of changes things a little bit, you know. And, and I was just wondering if you noticed, like, any, uh, you know, any of that competitiveness well, rearing its head. Yeah, there's definitely going to be, of course, there definitely is, because... Everybody wants to be on TV. Who doesn't want yeah. to be on TV? You know, that's what we came here for. And now you're telling me that the door is right in front of us. It's not that far away. I want to go jump through it. You know, I want to open it. So for a lot of people, yeah, it, it's definitely stepped up. And, and there was, of course, a lot of people are upset that they're not being featured, which they rightfully should be because you should want to work harder to get there. Now it's, yeah. it's up to each individual to decide whether that they're going to take that negative or positive. You know, that's like we talked about before. That's on, on each and every person on their own yeah. to figure out. You know, if you want to take that as, I need to work harder and be positive about it, it doesn't mean you should be happy for, you know, you could be happy for everybody else, but yeah. there's got to be a part of you, that selfish side, that you're going to want more. You're going to want that for yourself. There's, you know, a, so, there's a lot uh, of people, man, when, like, when they have the meetings, like the talent meetings, and I, you know, walk out there, and, man, there's like 100, 100 plus people sitting there. It's like, man. Ooh, yeah, yeah, no, for sure. There's so many people, and every time we have a meeting, it's like there's more. I, it's like, so who got fed after midnight here? Um, <laughs> it, just, it keeps growing and gro- <laughs> yeah, it keeps growing and growing. But 
um, I think that's good for all of us. You know, keeps us on our toes. Yeah. You know, and keep working as hard as you can. And, and we should want that anyway. But just in case, there's going to be someone right there. And the idea of uh, it's not about you know a spot and creating a spot. You know, there is a such thing that is you know if somebody's working harder than you, they're going to earn an opportunity before you. Or that's right. You're going to be taken out of an opportunity and given to somebody else, and they'll take that spot because of the work ethic. And and that's one thing. Another thing here that's awesome is that work ethic uh, and positivity and just being a good person doesn't go unnoticed here. Yeah, and like the it's it's a it is about work ethic. It's not like it's 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 about that, and there, it's not like in a lot of places there's like a tenure thing that you know people get preferential treatment because maybe they have tenure or whatever but it's different nxt man it's merit-based you have to go out there and bring something to the table every week you know yeah aside from i mean there's enough talent there's enough people that can go in the ring you know that's a given you know that that's what this place is for right you know to to get better and and be able to go so there's we got enough of that is where where's the other side you know like you said who's bringing something different who's going to connect differently and then have everything else on the side as well on on you know on the good side which is like i said positivity and work ethic and everything else that comes with it it's got to be a combination of it of it all it can't just be one thing over another um so you know and and you know, but sometimes in the real world, obviously sometimes that's not enough. Yeah. But it doesn't mean you quit. You know, and uh, yeah. I, I think that that there's a lot of uh, as far as the performance center in NXT, we have a really really good group uh, where I don't think anybody has that mentality that's there. Like I was there today, and I was just looking around, and I could tell that nobody's there just for the hell of it everybody really wants to succeed so yeah. uh, and, and in a good way and everybody's working hard and helping each other it's just really cool to see you know obviously yeah. wrestling in 2019 is so different from i think obviously any other year and era man it's it's so much different than it was even two years ago it's crazy mm-hmm. big time wow hey man we're gonna Absolutely. hey we're getting toward the end here plus uh, lula's over here crying <laughs> like she usually tells me when the show's ready to right end. uh but hey, any real quick my, last stuff. Yeah, actually, my last question for you is: you know, everyone's looking at NXT, seeing what they're going to do next. For you personally, what are you looking to do next to keep standing out and staying on top of your game? Uh, easy answer, obviously, is you know, you know, keep putting on great performances and keep you know evolving and and progressing. But realistically, I want main events. Yeah, that's real. I want to be in main events, more main events. I want to be in main event of takeovers. I want championships. I, I want the, the the real big top level superstar treatment. And you know, I'm doing everything I can to earn it. Don't get me wrong. I don't want to be handed it. But yeah, that's what I want. That's me being realistic. You know, I think a lot of people want to give the PR answer to that. But me, no. I want I want the most money. I want to be the biggest star. Yeah. I, I really want to be at that top level. And and from from there, if once I achieve that here, if the next move is Raw or SmackDown, then that's then that's then then too. You know, against their top guys. And that's why I said before, my dream opponents. Yeah, Roman Reigns. You know, like I want the number one guy. You yeah. know, uh, this is that's real. That's that's not a, a a character or the right thing to say. That's me being honest because that's what makes that's what will make me the biggest star I can be. Hell yeah. That's awesome. Uh, I imagine you don't have a ton of downtime, especially now that you're getting kind of more and more screen time. But in the rare event that you do get downtime, what do you kind of do to sort of like, uh, I guess, kind of, you know, refresh or sort of kind of uh, get away from it all? Watch, uh, watch Damien Priest's vignette. I'll tell you what I like to do. 
nah. in, in all seriousness, uh, besides, I mean, I do like to go out and have a good time, but I, I enjoy, you know, like I, I'm a big baseball fan, so during baseball season, I like to catch a game, and if I could go live, it's even, that's a, I love going to live sporting events, so going to the live baseball game was great, or concerts, I'm a big concert guy as well, so uh, whenever I get a chance, if, even, you know, if it's just one day, I'll take a long road trip just to go check out a band or something, you know, just because that to me is it's like going fishing for some where it's just you know a, a mind relaxed situation you know where you get kind of get to reset and just focus on being in the moment and enjoying something for what it is and kind of clearing your mind so those are things i like and then exactly. i'm a big movie guy so i like watching movies but those are mainly the, the main things i like to do outside of you know physical training and stuff like that that's awesome Hey, so do you know what you got going on for uh, TV tomorrow at all? Not that I don't want, I don't, I don't want you to share, but do you got, are you going to be on tomorrow? I have no idea. Oh, okay. I didn't know if <laughs> yeah. maybe you knew. I'll be there. I'll yeah. be there. But, you know, we never know what, you know, like, well, not to say we never, but, uh, you know, we, I get, I get told, hey, show up for work. I show up for work. I, I don't try to ask too many questions. I, I, like we talked about, I like getting ideas in the moment yep. and then trying to perform those ideas instead of having, you know, and the more time I have to think about stuff, the worse I, it gets because uh -huh. then you start, you know, yeah, you, you start saying, oh, maybe that's not a good idea. And it, you start questioning yourself. So I'd rather not know to the last moment and then go out there and do my thing. That's know? awesome. Hey, man. Hey, thank you, man. I appreciate you coming on uh, today. Last minute like that. Dude, it's, it's my pleasure. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Thank you all. Actually. Yeah, thank and, you. and man, um, I don't like. It's weird when I say this, but and, and I don't mean this in a weird way, but, man, I'm really proud of you, man, because I feel like, you know, I've known you since for a little bit now and just watching your progress and, like, just feeling like I had any little part in that, man. It makes me very proud to see the uh, see where you're at right now. Things Hearing things like that uh, means more than you, you could ever know, um, and it makes you know, like the hard work, you know, it makes it mean something, you know, on a different level. So it's, please know that that does not go uh, just, you know, I don't brush that off my shoulders really cool, that man. easily. That's very important, and I really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you, man. Hey, have a, have a great rest of your day. And um, and thank you, Kim, from WWPR on the line. Thank you. So she don't want to say hi. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Thanks, man. Thank you. <laughs> All right, we're out of here. Hey, so... Um, what do you think? I am honestly like I feel he has such a good head on yeah. his shoulders. Like if I want to, like I don't know, like everything that he said, like you can just listen to him and feel inspired because he went through this change where he really had to look at himself and really make a change in his yep. career. And I think that's awesome for anyone to hear. So I really yeah. like his mentality and the way he thinks. Yeah, and he was talking about you know like he had to change his life. It's not like he was living this horrible life, mm. but he ended you know. Tighten things up. Tighten really things step up, it up to yeah. get what he wanted in life, man. And it's a great, it's just a great example of what happens when you do that. Yeah, I've I've absolutely fallen in love with his work uh, over the last few months, and yep. just talking to him is 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 even better. It's one of my yeah. yeah he's uh, the, his style and how like because he's got this modern style, but it's still a, it's a main in that style, right? You know, it's not like a, you know, it's there's different. And everything Anyways, he brings, yeah. the whole sure. package is impressive, you know, from yeah. size to athletic ability and all of that, yeah. the look, everything. Yeah. yeah, and it's like we said, he can go in there with a Keith Lee or with a Pete Dunn and and be adaptable, you know. Yeah. NXT's getting more and more well-rounded, which is awesome. Cool. Well, yeah, I pre and, and I want to thank, um, thank WWE for this, like, 
you know, usually you got to request somebody for, you know, you know, a week or two hour or whatever. Right. Um, you know, I did this last night and they, you know, they okay. came through for me. So I thank you to Adam Hopkins, WWPR. <laughs> Appreciate you. Um, and all right, well, let's get the hell out of let's here. Let's wrap it all up. All right, we're out of here. See you next week. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Thank you, man. And the entire X-Pac 12360 staff, thank you for tuning in to X-Pac 12360.